Siddur Snippets is sponsored by Renee and Jack Nussbaum in the Schuss of Rafu Shlema for Aldo Bas Altachaya. We've been uh, discussing the section of Korbanos, introducing the section at the end of the Birchos HaShachar. It's the last part of the way we wake up in the morning before we begin the formal part of davening, which for Ashkenazim begins with Mizmor Shir, and uh, for Svartim begins with Hodu. This is the last part which before one's in the shul, one can say it at home. It's more part of wh- the way we wake up in the morning, the way we start our day, than it is part of davening per se. Karbanos, unfortunately, is neglected by so many. Either they're late, or it doesn't resonate, doesn't feel accessible, and they don't say it. And yet, it's so critically important. The Navi Oshea tells us, Unishalma farim sfasenu, that even when we live in a time where we don't have access to bring the physical sacrifices, we don't merit, we're not privileged to live in the time of the Beis Amikdash, the temple, we can achieve their goal through our words. By reading, by reciting, by studying about them, we fulfill the purpose for which they are created. And the question is, how does that work, and why does that work? Why would we want to relate to Korbanos today, the 21st century? We are progressed man, generic man. We have advanced. Korbanos sacrifices seem so barbaric. They seem so foreign to us. To take an animal, to sacrifice, somehow the death of that animal atones for the mistake that we made. How does that work and why should that work? In fact, it seems unjust. I made a mistake. And instead of my having to improve or repair myself, all I do is write a check, use my credit card, buy an animal, and have it slaughtered on my behalf. That doesn't sound like our religion. There are other religions. You make a mistake, say two of these, three of those, and we'll call it even. You call it a day. But that's not our religion. Our religion takes effort, takes personal work, takes mysterious nefesh. One has to grow. How does it work to bring a carbon? And I think the most important commentary as an introduction to the section of carbonos that we say every day comes from Rav Shamshin of Rafershin is a magnificent insight into the Siddur, and his commentary on the Siddur says the following. He says, The Karbonos don't represent achieving atonement somehow through the mechanics, through the specific death of the animal. But rather, it's the symbolism that is contained through the exercise, through the effort of taking an animal and slaughtering it. What does he mean? We all, all human beings, live in two dimensions simultaneously. We're living two lives at the same time. We all have a multiple personality disorder. We all have a form of schizophrenia, if you like. On the one hand, we have our animal instinct. We have our nefesh bahami. We are the same as an animal, not the Bahamas where we're headed. The nefesh bahami, the animal, the animal soul. The animal soul, which is a nefesh, not a neshama, it's alive, it's an animated being, but it's lowly, it's attached to the ground, it's physical. It has mortality. It's material. It's attracted to the material world. When we have an animal instinct or an animal impulse, if we want to eat like a pig, our room is a pigsty, you're acting like an animal. All the descriptions in our vernacular reflect the animal soul in us, which tells us don't be disciplined. Don't be sovereign. Don't have control over yourself. Just do what you want. Do what brings you pleasure. Do what makes you happy. If it sounds familiar, that's the world we're living in. It, em- em- it emphasizes the animal soul, that people are encouraged to pursue whatever it is that makes them happy. But we Jews, simultaneously, we have, we have a godly spirit. We spoke about this earlier in the davening of We're not just lowly animals. We have the capacity to be in control, to be disciplined, to be sovereign. We have the self-awareness to know what's right and what's wrong, to see the potential in ourselves, to live the best version of ourselves. Said Rav Hirsch, how does it work that a person makes a mistake and they bring a sacrifice 
Somehow you slaughter an animal, you make a barbecue and everything's okay. How and why should that work? Says Rav Hirsch, because when a Jew goes and purchases that animal and brings it to the Kohen and the Beis HaMikdash and has it slaughtered on his or her behalf, what that Jew is saying is, God, the animal in me, I'm slaughtering it. I'm murdering it. I'm destroying it. I'm purging the animal soul from within me. I gave in to the animal in me. I allowed the animal to be in control. I acted like an animal. I looked at, I said, I went, I did things which are beneath me, which are below me. I responded, I gave in, I fed that animal soul. But that's beneath me. I'm capable of so much more. And how do I communicate to Hashem that I understand in this battle, in this war between the two dimensions in which I live, the nefesh behemi and the chelak elokami ma'al mamash, the godliness within me. How do I communicate that in that battle I am committed, I affirm that I will make the godly soul triumph by killing the animal soul in me. I can't physically kill the animal soul in me. The closest I can come is to offer a korban. And so says her first, the symbol of offering a korban, the ritual animal slaughter is a pledge to suppress and control the animal and to do more to have our tzalem elokim triumph in that battle. But first doesn't stop there. That's not only true for the actual slaughter of the animal, the shechita, those learning the daf, shechita for the purpose of achila. It's not only true about the, the shechita of the animal and it's not only true about an animal because we have other kinds of sacrifices as well. Refresh continues, he explains the practice of zrika, of sprinkling the blood, corresponds with our commitment to direct our passions to Hashem. What is blood? Blood is our life source. Blood is our passion. Blood is our enthusiasm. Blood is what person's juices are flowing. Their blood is flowing. Their blood pressure is high. Their adrenaline is rushing. Blood represents our passions. And the process, the exercise of Zrika Saddam, in the process of Karbonas, the sprinkling of the blood represents directing our passions to Hashem. We have all kinds of hobbies and all kinds of interests and all kinds of passions. And it's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with that. But do they make us better? Do they mold and shape and refine us? Do they enable us to be a better Ever Hashem, to serve Hashem, to repair His world, to fulfill the mission for which we are here, to be selfless, not selfish? The burning of the fats, part of the Karbon, represents our effort to eliminate the gratuitous indulgences. What are fats? Fat. You skim the fat from the budget. You skim the fat from the... Fat represents indulgences, things that aren't necessary, things that are beyond. And so the burning of the fat represents Ribbon Shalom. In my life, I'm indulging in things I don't need. I'm indulging in things and I'm pursuing pleasures that are beyond. The burning of the fats represents limiting the gratuitous indulgences. The offering of solace, of flour, shemen, oil, are all about the sustenance and the wealth are granted only with the consent of the divine. Right? Solus flour represents bread is the staple of a meal. Bread is the staple of man. Flour is our most basic nourishment. So from our most basic existence to the Shem and oil. Oil is the symbol of wealth. Oil is the, is the sign of, of monarchy. Wine libations. So from our most basic needs to our greatest extravagances, Hashem, it's all directed towards you. A korban mincha is a gift. It represents our allegiance, our pledge, a gift, an affectionate gift to Hashem. So as an introduction to the whole section of Karbonus that we recite, with this background, as we begin, and tomorrow night we'll examine one by one, very brief overview of the Kior, the Trumas Adeshen, the Karbon Tamid. Each one of these, they're not archaic or barbaric, they're not inaccessible, 
and fail to resonate. They're all, the symbolism is so deep, is so profound, and is so significant for our lives in this time. No matter how advanced, no matter how much progress, no matter how sophisticated we are, we're still battling. Maybe ironically more than ever. We think we've advanced, we should have conquered that animal instinct. We should be done fighting that fight. We have such technology and medical progress and breakthrough, and yet we're still so pathetic that we can't control how much we eat, what we eat, what we look at, what we drink, what we say, where we go, how lowly and pathetic the need to purge, to kill that animal in us and to reinforce and promote that godly spirit, the divine, the chilek l'kam imal mamish, is more relevant today than ever. And so hopefully with this background, not only will we not neglect karbonos, but take a few extra minutes to understand and appreciate and have that symbolism inform and inspire our day.